Hello, and welcome to Nintendo Nostalgia, episode 32. I'm your host, Ryan Black, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jacob Rush, and we are back, and we are playing with power. Jacob, how are you doing? Ryan, I have to tell you, man, I... I'm doing great. I mean, I was listening to some Metroid music earlier, a uh, random mix. Just yeah. All my SoundClouds, or SoundClouds, all through my iPod, and I was making a bunch of nachos, like healthy nachos, like good lean beef and stuff like that, and it just was a oh. perfect mix. I, 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 There's nothing better than making nachos with Metroid music in the background, so I'm in a good mood because of that. <laughs> oh, I loved it. it. They tasted pretty good. Oh, gosh. I really hope we have a new Metroid game while it's on, on the coming up. But anyway, sorry. Well, Ryan, I think it is no surprise to a bunch of people, considering this man just went live moments before the show started. But, ladies and gentlemen, we have to give it up to the special guest of the week the man of the hour the one and only nintendo guru bobby pauls what's up man how are you doing i am i am very well very very well how are you guys doing you know listen i want to know something right off the get is this uh, this is my second episode here has anybody been here more than two episodes um yes who that's actually our first who our first guest has been on a second time for Pokemon. His name is John Miller. He he's. I don't I don't appreciate this. I don't <laughs> I don't. Actually, no, that's not true. I was I've been on for three episodes. This is my third episode, technically. Yeah, you I have, I have an un, I have an unaired episode. You do technically. Yes. So, in the archives. Yes, I have an unaired <laughs> episode that never got never saw the delay today. So that one is uh. So I'll I'll. I'll I'll pound that on my chest. I'm good to go now. So you do. You have three. Episodes. I have three. I, I, I'm the leader. I'm now the leader. That's all I needed. I'm good. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, yeah, it's definitely good to have you back, man. Thank you. Welcome Thank back, you. Bobby. It is. It is such a joy. To have you guys. You, you guys. I, we were talking about this on If We Ran Nintendo, and I'm sure you guys both have listened to the episode by now. Um, where Sean and I were talking about you guys coming to us and, and wanting to the podcast and stuff. And you guys have like completely blown it out of the water. Like when I and I talk about it in the episode, like when you guys sent me your episode zero and I started watching it and I was like, oh, this is painful. <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> Guys, we're going to do another episode zero, but I'm going to come on with you and I'm going to kind of help you through. And from that episode zero that you that you sent me to test watch. To the one that I did with you guys to your actual episode one, dude, the, the jump was night and day like you guys totally grabbed the ball and ran with it. And what you guys are doing now is just amazing. And you guys are just crushing it every single week. So I tip my cap to you guys. You guys are really doing some amazing stuff, man. It means a lot, buddy. Coming yeah. from you. Thank you. We look up to you. So thank you. Uh, thank you very much. We appreciate you're welcome. it. You're we welcome. Want to, we want to be able to do what we do. If it wasn't for you guys and, and everyone else in our community, our podcast, any communities um, been helped, helps us a lot. We learn and grow and we've made yeah. mistakes on our show and yeah. uh, we've, we, we try to improve every week. So it's all you can uh, do, but no, thank you. That really no means more than, you know, it really no does. Problem. You're welcome. You're very welcome. Um, so that, that begs the question. What have we been playing, guys? Bobby? I have been playing some NBA Playgrounds on my Switch. Awesome. 
Um, I was struggling with the game when I first bought it, and I hated it. And there are some things that I don't like about the game. I will admit that. I hate the fact that when I go to dunk, I have to actually let off the button, and I don't know where that that sweet spot is to let off the button. Um, it's different when you're doing a jump shot because it's up and down. The other thing, too, that's different is is when I played NBA Jam, you would let release at the top of your your – you know, yeah. your, your arc of your jump. And you don't do that in this one. You kind of do it in between. So, but I was just, I could not score for anything. And then what I did was I played a tutorial match that would actually teach you how to play the game. And it would pause the game and it would throw menus up and say like, this is what this means. And this is what this means. And this is how you should do this. And, and after that, I've been tearing it up now. I've been scoring like crazy. Um, crushing it with threes. Um, the one thing that now Thursday, there's supposed to be an update that comes out. It's supposed to patch a lot of things. Apparently in handheld mode, it's not going to be as blurry. So that's a good thing. Yes. Um, it's supposed to speed up the load times, which is another good thing. And it's supposed to change some things like Shaq. Apparently when you play against Shaq, he will drain threes on you. Like it's nobody's business. And everybody knows that Shaq can't even hit a free throw, let alone a three pointer. <laughs> so um, that is supposedly getting fixed. Um, and then the other thing is there's a bunch of stuff they're fixing. But one other thing is steals. The computer gets real cheap as you go through and you play the game where they'll just literally, I was winning. I was playing, um, I was playing a game in France, and this was my third tournament I was going through, and I'm in the finals, and I was up by six against Chris Paul and Blake Griffin. And literally the last minute, they stole the ball every time I touched it, and they wound up beating me by 10 points in the last minute. And I was like, this is insane. Like, it got so frustrating because the minute I touched the ball, they would steal it. So, bull crap. I know, I know. But other than that, like, I've been playing some Minecraft and dipping into a little bit of Street Fighter as well. Street Fighter 2 Ultra. Um, but that's it. And ARMS and the ARMS demo, which I, I'm, I'm a fan of. I know Jacob is, is, I don't even know why you call yourself a Nintendo fan making such comments <laughs> like you made this week. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. You know, this is what amazed me of a Jacob. If you if you're in any of the Facebook groups and someone's bashing Nintendo, he's messaging me immediately, <laughs> ragging on the person, upset about the person. What do I say? I want to say something. How should I? I'm getting so mad. And then here he is, Mr. <laughs> Troll about arms, talking trash. I'm disappointed. Jake. Oh, I, I just I'm, like to I like to poke the bear sometimes. I'm, I'm very disappointed in you. You have <laughs> you fallen. You, you know, I take back everything I said at the beginning of the show. No, <laughs> give all the credit to Ryan. I mean, I I love Nintendo stuff, but man, I, oh, how were you playing it? I was doing. I, I it was. I was doing it motion wise. I know. That's I need, horrible. Next weekend, I'm going to try again with the pro controller. Yeah. So yeah. that that's my game plan. I haven't given up yet. I just, I mean, I finally called it quits when I, I mean, I literally didn't hit the guy one time. Yeah, he no. beat the crap out of me. I was like, motion controls are not that fun. I, I use the pro controller the whole time and I had a blast. So I really strongly suggest you try the motion controls. I mean, I, the, the pro, the pro controller, not the motions, the pro controller. That's the plan. I mean, it's not the game's fault. I suck, I guess. No, 
sucked so far. So yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go to some more more tries. Same with Splatoon. I mean, like I said, that what game. Was, what? I was never good at Splatoon. Like I, I owned the say, first one. Okay, I'll just say, don't talk trash about Splatoon. No, I, I, I know it's the most. I I love like if you know me, I was. My band that I was in for eight years was a pop punk band. Like I love pop punk and I love like bright colors. It's like pop punk yeah. colors to me. And like yeah. this is the most pop punk video game I've ever seen in my life. The music yeah. and and I mean I'm drawn to everything about it, but I suck at the game. And I'm like, Mark Carabin said he's going to have to get on and and he's going to have to train me sometime. So listen, when the new one comes you, out. If you want to get good at that game, you don't let Mark Carabin train you. <laughs> you, let, you let me train you. Oh, all right. Okay. I can, Mark has nothing on me. Okay. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now. We we have a podcast called the Ink Strike Podcast. Yes, yes. He's the weak link in the group. Trust me. <laughs> he is not that good. Ooh, shots fired, Mark. <laughs> and listen, he knows. He knows. <laughs> if it wasn't for me, he wouldn't be putting up the points he puts up. I, and he knows that's true. He knows it's true. That's hilarious. Okay, well, I'm, we're going to have to have a training session yes. when all this online stuff gets working. Exactly, so. Exactly. <laughs> so, Jacob, you've been playing? Um, what else have you been playing? Mainly what I've been playing is, um, gosh, that Mario RPG. I'm um, A couple of our buddies in our Nintendo Nostalgia community group that everyone here should go join right now, um, they challenged me because I don't play very many RPGs. Like, I, I, It's just never been like my thing i i haven't really enjoyed it much and um one like a lot of the big ones like final fantasy like the mainline stuff just doesn't come to nintendo anymore mm-hmm. by the time i was really into gaming and um i have played paper mario one and two and i did love those back in the day um uh, but i never played mario rpg and i actually have had it in my wii for the longest time for years and it just yeah. sits there i just bought it and left it there um yeah. so i accepted their challenge and i've been playing it and playing it and playing it. So I, I, I really, I really like a lot of stuff about it. And I see a lot of things from paper Mario improved on the game. Like to be honest, I like paper Mario one a lot better than Mario RPG. And I'm not mm. trashing the game. Like this is me legitimately playing through it in my experience. Cause yeah. I see where the game improved. Yeah. Um, I, uh, what I'm getting frustrated with is I'm literally, I mean, I'm in the final world right now. Have you beat the game, Bobby? No, I, I never, I, I tinkered with it. I, I really wasn't a fan of the series of really? that game. I really wasn't a fan of that game. No. Wow. I, um, and I tried to go back later and it was hard. It, it doesn't yeah. look, it's not aesthetically pleasing to the eye. Yeah. It's, it's not, no, it absolutely isn't. Um, but I'm in the, like the last world and like, it's giving me a headache because it like it goes on and on and on and on. And normally I don't like great games to end, but like I, that's why this is why I don't like about RPGs. You have to you grind. You have to grind and, and fight, fight, fight. And I find myself I'm I want to skip all these little weaklings and get to the main course of the meal, and yeah. you can't do that or your team's weak. And yeah. but but it's not even beyond the point. I fought like. In the final world right now, spoilers to everybody, I fought in like three many-sized bosses. And I thought I fought the main boss. I always thought that that giant sword that kicks you out of Bowser's Castle was the big boss. Mm-hmm. All this time, I found out today, he's not the big boss. Yeah. Like You fight him, and then you go inside him into a whole new world. And there's many bosses. Like, 
three mini boss fights inside him. And it's just like, when's the game going to end? I beat this dude. And it's like, Oh, let's go here now. And like, it just, so I don't know. I just feel like it's dragging on and it doesn't need to. Yeah. But I like it in general. Like I'm almost done. I'm not saying I hate the game. I just, I'm just had a frustrating moment in the game. So that's really what I've been playing. Oh, I did. I did um, real quick. After um, I dropped that trash game of arms over the weekend, I picked up my, my 3DS and I started playing some Donkey Kong land again. I'm trying to beat that game. (laughs) So I'm trying to, Pick up where I left. I stopped my progress on that when the Switch came out, and I, I've continued to play that a little bit more. Cool, cool. So, what I've been playing this week... Can I guess? I think you've been playing a lot of I Am Setsuna. Yes. Yes, Thank you. that's... How do you like that? How do you like that? I know, I, I know Ryan. He's the guru. I beat Lester Master Zero and moved okay. on over to I Am Setsuna. And I've been loving it so far. Um, good game. It's a good game. I just, I'm at a part in the game where, you know, a big climatic thing happens and you find out something. Mm. And the character that I've been training up the whole game just disappears. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, hmm. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm kind of having to re- rebuild a new character who's several levels behind my other two characters. And yeah. that's, that's RPGs for you. Yeah. But I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it a lot. Yeah, um, I can't wait to see where it goes. I don't know how close I am to the end, but it looks I think great. it's about a 20, 30 hour game, if I'm not mistaken, wow. somewhere in that area. It's, it's, it's not a huge game, um, but it's it's real. I, man, it's the art style is beautiful. The yeah. music is phenomenal, man. It's straight up Squaresoft, um, like old school Squaresoft. Um I mean, it's made by Square Enix, but it's, yeah. it's when I say Square Soft, I'm saying like it takes you back to that Chrono Trigger, Secret of Mana, like back in the day type of role playing game. Oh. It's really, really good, man. This is actually my intro into that sort of thing because I never played Chrono Trigger or Secret of oh Mana. Oh my or anything god, like that. you guys! What I played Final Fantasy, but I didn't play, and I played Dragon Quest. If you want to count, yeah, Phoenix Chrono, side of thing. But. Chrono Trigger is such. A great game, man. It is it's so on my good. list of things to play. So good, man. So good. What Chrono Trigger was, was they took um, the three best guys in Japan at the time. One of the lead guys on Final Fantasy, one of the lead uh, art designers on Dragon Ball Z, and I believe someone from Dragon Quest, and they merged, and they made it like a super group team. And made this game chrono trigger and it is so good man it's just amazing they did a great job with it the other thing i've been playing of course is the global test bunch for arms and let me just say my arms are still sore oh jesus (laughs) i loved the motion controls i rock at the motion controls i got 112 score on my last test bunch I, I, I love the motion controls in fact i've i've pretty much it's second nature to me now like i have no problems fighting with it like I can't wait to fa- face some people who have controllers who know what they're doing, though. And that's I want that challenge because I'm not finding the challenge now at, at just a mm-hmm. test punch level. And I need that. Well, look that's at you. To help me get better. And well, I'm probably I, going to be pushed past motion controls to a standard controller once yeah. I hit those people. But I haven't found them yet. So I haven't found I those see, people to kick me, kick me around. What I found was this. When I would, as each test punch continued on i played them all except for the last one and i what i found was as i would start up 
I was, they were starting to progressively get better and better and better as each one went on. Kind of reminded me of Splatoon. You know, as time goes on, these guys just start getting better and better and better. That's why for, for someone that's like, I'm going to wait for this game until all the content's on it, you're making yeah. a big mistake. Because what I learned with Splatoon was I went in early, and by the time all the content got there, I was mastering that game. Yeah. And by the time people started to get in, they were getting crushed because, yeah. you know, you have all this experience and stuff. And right. It's the same thing, I think. Mm. And I've been building a lot on that. Like, I, I, one thing I noticed, and I don't know, it's the same thing with Splatoon where I would fight a match against someone and they would just cream me. And then later on, I'd get paired up with them again and I would just mow them down. And, like, I even had a perfect game against someone that, that, that took me down and, like, I got, like, one hit off on them. And so, like, I don't know what that meant if they were just having an off game they were tired because they're using motion controls or what yeah, but yeah no but i don't know, what I don't know if anyone knows but um i mean i think it's pretty clear i pointed out the past like five episodes that ryan black is a hustler guys i mean the man said that he can't he said he can't play mario kart he said he, he said he wasn't going to get the game because he's terrible at it and then i get online and ryan's in like first place in the indie podcast group or he's fighting for first all the time and i'm like a little hustler. I lost five hundred bucks to this guy. How do you think he bought a new mic? Oh God! Oh, good lord! He's a cheater. That's so a don't let him fool you. All right, before we get too out of hand here, I am not that great. I just <laughs> lies. I have natural talent for video games because I just do, but that doesn't mean that I am unbeatable and. I have weaknesses and I have my bad day just like everyone else. And I guess I was having a good day when I was playing that podcast <laughs> race. I guess so. <laughs> All right, guys, I think it's time that we get into the news. So rolling right in from arms, I wanted to touch on some arms news. Um, the global test punch is going to be coming back next weekend. Yes. Um, they say that they're going to be bringing in uh, a skill shot mode, which is the target practice type uh, where you throw your punches in different ways to hit as many targets as you can. Mm-hmm. They're going to be throwing that in there. And then also the basketball uh, game is going to be replaced in the volleyball game. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that that was a good choice on their part to change it up, to make it a little bit of a different experience. That um, doesn't come stale that way. And it also gives you a feel for what the actual game is going to be like. Oh, I'm going to have all these modes to play from. It's not just going to be straight fighting or three V three or one. You know, three people against each other or being tethered to someone else. Like you can actually play other mini games, I guess. I guess they're kind of full games, but but just other challenges in different genres, I guess. Yeah. Like fighting sports and <laughs> and what have you. Um, but until then, um, you can play the global test punch, sort of. Um, there is a trick out there um, you can look up that allows you to play the practice mode. Uh, on your own without the test punch going on, like the actual event running. You can actually really? just, like, yeah, you can do in train. If you set certain settings to, like, 1.1.1 on, like, your router settings or something, you can actually oh, wow. connect and practice. Like, so, right now, I could pick up and start playing. Yeah, if you do this little, yeah. Wow, I'm, I'm not to do that. I have to try it out. That's what that's what I kind of hate about the global test fires is, like, I really, I don't want to give up on arms yet. Like, I don't want to just throw in the towel because I think it is, it's stupid. If you know me, I, the kind of gamer I am, like, it, even like the games that I'm really good at, I always, I'm, I kind of, I got a slow acceleration. I always, I'm kind of like, 
I'm like the Colts actually a lot lately. Like I stumble right out the gate. And then by the time the end of the game comes, I'm like fighting for that lead to, to, to win the game. Like I, that's how I am with my gaming. If I, if I pop in Donkey Kong country two right now, I'll die ridiculously all the time. But then talk to me an hour and a half, two hours in, I'm like, I'm doing combos. I'm like getting it. I'm getting, I'm getting in my groove. And so like, it'd be stupid for me to be like, yeah, I'm not getting arms just by one weekend of never playing the game and not, you know, just not being really good at it. I don't understand it fully yet. So I, I wish that, man, this was going on all week long, but I'm happy that it's coming back next weekend. I'm not sure I'm going to buy it yet, but I know that I am good at it. Liar. So I may pick it up, especially if Jacob doesn't. <laughs> Because someone, one of us has got to get it. He said he wasn't going to get Mario Kart A and he bought it at the last minute. He's a little liar. He needs to make that up. He, how do you think he uh, pays for this podcast? He hustles for his money. Hey, man, somebody's got to do it. <laughs> I guess. He's the perfect one for it. So, but so no. uh, Jacob, I hear you have some news that you want to yeah, bring to the table. I got some news. I saw some su- It's not like, I guess, news. It's I just want to talk about what I saw today. And it just cracks me up because it happens happens every year okay um everyone's freaking out about um smash bros leaked ports for the switch and i'm like i saw it instantly and i said this is fake i said this is fake and i said i i was thinking about it on my way home from work today and i was texting my uh, mr kyle martin art, the artist for nintendo nostalgia and i said you know what kyle i said i could go home right now and i could turn on my nintendo gamecube put Super Smash Brothers Melee in and put it on my screen. And then I could just sit back a little bit with my Switch controllers in my, in my Joy-Con grip and I could snap a photo and I could edit this photo to make it look not so clear on the computer, but you could tell what I was playing. And then I could unanimously put it out there on the internet, not let anyone know the sources come. And I could say, and um, start the rumor that the Nintendo GameCube virtual consoles, like this is a leak of footage of what is going to come at E3 for the GameCube virtual console. We're getting it. Melee's on the list and everyone would lose their mind. And it just, it cracks me up because then right before we started the show, um, Game Explain had just tweeted out that it had been confirmed that the images that were out today were fake. Um, that it wasn't real that the Smash Bros stuff we saw. So I just don't understand. I just find it funny that everyone every year falls for the same things. I mean, you kind of would think that we would just ignore it, you know, and people are already sharing articles of Nintendo is going to have this and this and this announced. And, 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 and the, the, and Bobby, you know, Toby said on your show today, and I can't agree even more. He said the best. It's like getting that Christmas gift that you, someone shows you your Christmas gift and you didn't want to see it till Christmas morning. Because yeah. I'm that kind of person. Like, I don't want anything. My wife tries to give me stuff early all the time. I'm like, no, no. My birthday's two weeks or Christmas is in two yeah. weeks. Uh, I'm that same way. And, like, so even if these rumors, some leaked is true, like, I don't want to know until E3. Like, Ryan and I, we have a rule. The week of E3, we stay, we stay off social media. We do not log into Twitter. We do not log yeah. into Facebook. Because we want to be surprised when we see the uh, event happen. Um, yeah, I just wanted to comment on what that. I, what I always used to say was, I can't wait for the day before the Nintendo Direct when everything gets leaked, and then the day of the Nintendo Direct, everybody's pissed because 
the, the direct was boring. Meanwhile, you're freaking out the day before because all this cool stuff, and then exactly what leaked is shown in the direct, and you're upset because yeah. it was a boring direct. <laughs> Dude, you just you read all the information. You, you, like, it's leaked. It's horrible. Like, that was like when Mario Maker leaked, you know, like when Ra- Ryu and, and, and Roy leaked the years. It, it stinks, man. It's not fun, you know? No. Like, I with the Rabbids... With the, with the thing, and I said this to Toby, you know, with the Rabbids, uh, Mario, RPG, or whatever, like, dude, Ubisoft is horrible at leaks. They're, that that stuff was getting talked about for months. So I wasn't too upset about that. What I was more upset about was this. That's obvious that that stuff that they showed for that game was stolen stuff. And to me, it's like, what kind of a scumbag are you to just take that and spread it out? Like, you either stole it from Ubisoft and you posted it or someone gave you stolen information and you posted it in order for you to get more clicks on your website and stuff. That's what I have the bigger issue with. Not so much the information getting out there. Like it's going to happen. It sucks. And like I said, this information has been coming for a while, but like that in-depth stuff, like it's talking about like when Ubi was supposed to announce this and talk about this just seems kind of shady to me. And, and that's where I have the bigger issue of it all. Not so much the leaked information, just the fact that the people that leak it, it's like, man, you, you really are messed up, you know, because the person that I've always had an issue with is Emily Rogers. Cause I've always felt like, well, you just spoil everything for everybody, but she's been one with this game. Like, Hey, I've seen this. I've seen what's coming. It looks really interesting. I'm really excited about it. These people were just like, here it is take a look. And it's like, mm. and the problem that I have with it is that all these people are looking at it and passing judgment before we even know what it is. Like, let's wait, pump the brakes, figure out what this thing is. Let Ubisoft do their announcement. This might be the coolest thing ever, but you never know because everybody's attacking it already. And that, that bothers me more than anything. Yeah. So Ryan, did you see the smash bros leak this morning? The one we were talking about at first? I did. I did. And I knew it was fake right away. I like, I, yeah, no way. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. If it's fake, more power to them. But that thing looks amazing. If it was, yeah. if it's fake, and I'll be honest with you, I thought I was hyped when I saw those levels. I was like, dude, these are some pretty awesome levels. That Paper Mario level was amazing, man. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm like, I'm all for it if that's the, if you know. But then again, if you remember a few years ago when they had uh, um, the fake Smash stuff. Um, I think it was Smashified, yeah. the actual YouTube yeah. account where the guy actually, and that looked like legit, man, and and it all turned out to be fake. So, yep, absolutely. You never know what you can believe anymore today, kids. Hey, remember when the NX was supposed to be this oval thing? Yeah, everyone freaked out. Oh, yeah. Everyone freaked out, and, and that it went for a while. And everyone was passing judgment on it. Everyone was yeah. like, "If that's that, if that's the new Nintendo, that is garbage. I'm not yeah. getting it." I remember. Yeah. I remember. I'm glad that that was fake. Yeah, because <laughs> I wasn't happy with it. I'll be honest with you. Nah. I was optimistic. You know me, but love my Nintendo. So, but um, Bobby, uh, you had some news for us today. Um, I got no news. No, no I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> apparently, we're gonna we're gonna. This is a flashback to the '80s with the NES. Um, the, the Switch is selling like gangbusters, and apparently. All tech companies are having issue getting parts. Um, 
And it's, it's multiple layers. It's not just one thing. That's why I love the articles that are saying that Nintendo is now in a war with Apple to get parts. That's one piece of the puzzle. Like yeah. there's other stuff. There's it's all these components that all these mobile phone companies use in order. And it's basically somewhat the same tech. So Nintendo wants to do 20 million units by the end of the year. They want to they want to build 20 million units by the end of the year, and yeah. they're in a position where they might not be able to now because they might run into a bidding war. And knowing Nintendo, they're not going to pay top dollar for this stuff. They're going right. to wait it out, and which is bad because it's going to slow the churn out, and you're, yeah. you might run into an issue where you're, it's going to be hard to get. I mean, right now it's not easy to get them, but you can still see them. Like I go to stores and I'll still see them in stock and I'll tweet out. Like I see them at the store or, Hey, I saw this at this store. And I see that occasionally where you'll see like, Hey, Amazon has them go get it and all that on Twitter. And, but I think it's going to, it's going to become rarer and it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing for Nintendo because they have a real strong momentum going right now. It's not a good thing for the fans that want one, especially as they're moving into middle of the summer, E3 hype, and then they're going to steamroll into the, the the last part of the year at Christmas time. I don't know that this bodes well for Nintendo, honestly. I know on my end, um, the digital or the, uh, the bundles that they're selling at GameStop just sold out again. But it was a little slower this time. It took yeah. the whole Memorial Day weekend before those finally went. Uh, yeah, they, dude, they the prices, the prices are insane, man. There was like a five dollar discount. Like, I would, I would. The, the thing with GameStop is, look, most of the times, what they're offering wouldn't be so bad, but they should let you pick the games you want and say, like, hey. You can get two games. Here's the cost of the bundle. You pick the two games you want. You pick the you want a Pro Controller or a Joy-Con or whatever. Like, they just clump this stuff together, and they're giving you stuff that you don't even want. They're giving me the carrying case that I don't want. I want the cool Zelda one, man. I don't want that trash one. It's like fabric, and it, it's just, yeah. it, it's so frustrating when you they look at it. They don't want to get stuck with stock, and so yeah. they'll bundle it with other things that people may want. Yeah. May not yeah. want to pay that much for it, but to get it, they'll pay it out. Yeah, of course. They're, like, they're, they're stocking, they're, 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 they're bundling with has-been heroes. That's yeah. obvious that they're trying to get rid of that piece of trash. That <laughs> game I know, is I've horrible. got a friend who, who thinks that's the best game right now. Yeah, well, your friend needs to go get off the crack, because that is garbage. <laughs> well, I, it. It was, I traded it in. That was the end of my review. Spoilers, the review was, <laughs> this thing is so bad, I'm taking it back to the store. That's wow. how bad it was. It was horrible. So... Yeah. Wow, well, that's not good for them. No, it's 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 a bad game. So, with that uh, happy bit of uh, <laughs> talk, let's let's get into the meat of the show, the moment we've all been waiting for. Nintendo. Animal Crossing made its first debut on September 15th, 2002. This game was very, very unique. There was nothing else out there like it. It was a, a take-over-your-life-every-second-of-every-day kind of game. This threw you into a world full of animals, and it gave you a house. No, it didn't give you a house. It gave you a loan to build a house that you had to pay back immediately. And at that point, you realize, well, I got to pay this back. So then you continue playing and you get the money 
and you pay it back. And then you realize, oh, I've invested so much time in this, I want to continue for more. And it hooks you. Nintendo has an addiction machine. <laughs> so, I want to know, when did you guys first get hooked by Animal Crossing? What was your first experience with this wonderful, crazy, life-consuming game? Um, for me, so the deal for me was, I was living on my own. I had a GameCube. Um, I wasn't really a fan of... I was starting to push away from video games, mm-hmm. especially my GameCube. I was, I was leaning more towards my PS2 at the time. And I went to Sam Goody, and I had a buddy who was a store manager there, and he they had these cards on the wall for animal crossing. And he's like, Oh, you know, I'm like, what is this? And he's like, Oh, it's this thing. And it's an e-reader card. And you swipe it and you can get stuff put into your game. And I'm like, what's the game? And he's like animal crossing. And I was like, that sounds so stupid. And he's like, dude, it is one of the best games you'll ever play. And I was like, you are insane, man. Never. And he goes, and what, what he sold me on, he was like, look, I have it at home. I will bring it in. I will, give you a copy of it to play. I was like, okay. So he gave me the GameCube version, gave me the copy and um, we start going. And next thing you know, um, it turns around and there's classic Nintendo games, NES games built in this GameCube version. And I was like, it's the it's the original virtual console. Like I could play Mario Brothers, I could play Mike Tyson's Punch Out, I could play yeah. Zelda, I could play all these different games. You know what I mean? I was like, holy crap, this is amazing. And what it did was it tricked me because I only started playing it because of the classic games, and it tricked me into buying it and playing it and falling in love with the game. And it was these little tasks that you were doing every day and you were becoming friends with these villagers. And I thought it was stupid when I'd hear people go like, oh, that's my favorite villager. And I'm like, why? It's stupid. It's a little duck. Who cares? And then as, <laughs> as time goes on, it becomes your favorite characters. And you do fall in love with these characters. Like you get pissed when they move away. And like, it's like, why are you leaving? And, and all this stuff is like just really cool. And that was the original GameCube version for me. And that's what got me into Animal Crossing as it went forward, you know, but that was, that was the tip of the iceberg for me. Like, I feel like it's progressed as time goes on to become more of a community game, community driven game. And I've created some great friends from this game just because of future iterations of this game when online came to Animal Crossing, it opened and changed that game up wide open, totally changing the game. So um, I'll stop there and let Jacob kind of talk before I continue on. Yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, the one Animal Crossing game that I have a lot of memories with is the first one for the GameCube, okay? Um, uh, I remember, this was around the time I was trading in games a lot, Something I regret today, but I remember Animal Crossing. It was a game that I found at a, at a, at a um, I want to say it was a Funko Land at the time. It might have been a GameStop, not quite sure, but I was really into trading in games, like I said. And I was in this weird phase where I wanted like weird Japanese like cartoons that wasn't popular with everyone else. Now, granted, this thing has grown to be a massive, massive franchise, but. I don't know. I kind of felt like Animal Crossing was unique and different. 
And that's why I picked it up. I mean, that's really all I remember from it. But um, like I said, I, I it did fall off for me pretty quickly after the GameCube. Um, but that's mainly my first experiences with the game. But Bobby, why is it still so popular to this day? There's so much creativity that goes into this game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's so many things you can edit and change. Like when I when I do my my town, I put paths in. I decorate the town with shrubs and, and flowers and um, my town flag. I put like different things up and like you know like I do. It gets crazy, dude. Where people actually build like a school. Like they'll actually have one house that's theirs. Then they'll go build a second house. And it becomes a school and every room in the house is like a different classroom and stuff. And they'll have a police station where they go in and it's like set up. I had it. So I used to play I'm a big Batman fan. My town was called Gotham. So I had a house <laughs> that I built right after I had my town set up. I built a mansion. There you go. And the character that was there was Bruce Wayne. And when you went into the mansion, it was all fancy and stuff. <laughs> And then hilarious. when you went into the basement, it was like the Batcave. That's and I hilarious. Had, I had like Batman stuff set up. Like I had a Robin suit set up. I had like the Bat computer. I had characters or like statues that kind of look like Two Face and all this different stuff in there, man. It. I built the basement to be like the Batcave. It was so cool, man. It was just. And when you go look at like. What they did with the new with New Leaf, what they did that was kind of cool was when you street pass people, their houses would show up in your Happy Home Academy, and you could go up there and buy stuff, kind of like a catalog out of their house. But yeah. you would see the way they decorate their houses; it was insane. And Japan, dude, the way Japanese people decorate their houses and stuff is just mind blowing. And just to see all the stuff that you can actually do to your towns and all that. It's like, it's amazing, dude. You're not giving you enough credit and I don't appreciate you not giving you enough credit. So, <laughs> so Bobby, I gotta well. know <laughs> with, with your, uh, your animal crossing, when, when you build it, uh, yeah. please tell me now this may be, this is probably before mm-hmm. or after your time, I should say, uh, yeah. you call it Bobby's world. I gotta know. Do I call it Bobby's world? Yes. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> I just Sorry, I have told to make I call it Gotham. Well, I mean, just like whenever you make it, have you ever made like Bobby's World? No, because no, I've never made Bobby's World. Never. <laughs> I, I've did. I've done Guruville. I've done different stuff like that, but I've never done Bobby's World. Um, you know, you were saying earlier the first game you started playing was Wild World, correct? Yes, that was the first experience that I had. And I thought Wild World was garbage. I hated Wild World. Because Wild World was like nothing like so that was the other thing about the original GameCube version. It was kind of like top down Zelda where like you would play yeah. in your little area and then when you would move over, the whole world would kind of scroll over. Yeah. And I liked that aspect of it. I thought that was kind of cool. I didn't like the first time you actually roam the world because it was like you're on a log and it like it was a barrel. It was kind of rolling. Um, yeah, that I didn't like at all. But I did start to grow to like it when. They announced City Folk because when they said that all your stuff would transfer from Wild World over to City Folk, I started getting all these items because I knew I was going to transfer that game over. Um, but City Folk wasn't as good as, as I thought Wild World was probably better than City Folk. Um, 
But the internet was better on City Folk than Wild World yeah. by far. Yeah. So. so how I got hooked, I I played a game called Smash Brothers Melee. And in Smash Brothers Melee, there was a trophy you could unlock that was a dog with the guitar called mm-hmm. Tota KK. Yep. And I was like, I wonder what this is. I'm curious. And then I heard that Jacob got this Animal Crossing game. I was like, hey, that's the game that had that character trophy from Smash Brothers in it. Oh, tell me more about it. And so Jacob started explaining this to me. And then he, he dropped this little little bit of information that you could get classic games in it. Mm-hmm. The original virtual console, as you described. Yeah. And I'm like, is there, is there Metroid in there? And he's like, it's all in here. I'm like, I need this game. I need this game. But then I realized, but you know what? It is on a console that I can't take with me. If it ever came to like my Game Boy or my DS, in a heartbeat, I would get this game. Because I want to play those classic Nintendo games. Mm-hmm. And so the second that Wild World was announced, like I was, I was on it. I, I, I reserved it. I paid it off. That was my game. Mm-hmm. I had to get it. Like I wanted it because I wanted to play those NES games. And you may have realized by now when I got the game and I was playing it, I was like, I got to unlock these NES games. And they weren't in the game. <laughs> <laughs> like so when do i get these these nes games are they in the game are they in the game they weren't in the game yeah but by the time that i realized it i had already been hooked mm. just there was no going back so then i in turn got my wife hooked <laughs> and we started playing together and that was kind of my origin story for animal crossing yeah i i mean you know and that's that's cute and all you know let, let's not let's not candy coat this you know animal crossing is yeah, I think the best version, I mean, it's because it's the only one I played, was probably the GameCube one. I mean, I guess New Leaf is a pretty big hit right now. New Leaf you know, the, is amazing. Yeah. It, New Leaf it, is the best. New Leaf took all the best parts of all the games and threw it into one. That's what that's into one. Yeah. Which, which I had that one, and, and I, I, I traded it in. So I... Um, but anyways, I had with me for the GameCube one. What Bobby said, I really loved the aspect of collecting. You know the, the games. I do remember there was. I'll be honest, there was a time where I played this game um, quite a lot. You know, back in the day. But what hit me was I. I, I just eventually I got bored. I, I got tired of having to come in every day and do something and stop the cockroaches from being in your house and pulling all the weeds up. Like um, it just became too tedious for me. And I mean, I had to, I have too many things in my own life going on. I, I don't have time to manage yet a town and animal crossing today um, and, and do all this silly stuff. I mean, maybe I didn't fully understand the mechanics, but, um, but what I did like about the GameCube game, um, I've always loved what it was, the best way to like get cash, I don't remember per se, but you go, went to this island. Is that correct, Bobby? That was a good way. Yeah, it was a good way to get a lot of money. Yeah, that's why I remember. I used to go to that island all the time, and I, I would go there. And that's how I would make all my money, and that's how I would try to like build up my house and buy things. I that was um, a cool part of the game that I, I do remember. I enjoyed, but. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's lots of aspects to the game. So uh, let's kind of talk about, like, why the game is cool. I mean, yes, we can customize our house and our towns, but there's, like, 
if there's anything today that Animal Crossing does that is cool, with the internet now, you can have like timed events. There's holiday events and an actual game that takes place in real life. And I do admire that. I do think that that, that is neat. And it is neat that I can go to, if I wanted to, I could go to either of your towns and we could visit each other on, hey, happy 4th of July, Bobby. Yeah. And, 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 you know what I mean? Um, yeah. There's lots of little things in here. There's fishing. There's bug catching. Um, again, to me, I view it as tedious work that I don't want to waste my time on. I'd rather be playing some Metroid instead. But see, this is why. But see, this is why New Leaf got better. So you can set your town to beautiful. You wouldn't get weeds no more. You wouldn't get dying flowers. You wouldn't have to water your plants anymore. You could basically take the best parts of. The, the game or the parts you hated the most about the game mm-hmm. and shut it down per se in this. So what I liked about it was it brought out a part of me, the collector in me. So what I try to do is I always try to fill my museum with fossils, with fish, with bugs. And the cool thing is, is like there's a fish, there could be a fish that comes out, let's say a carp. And the carp only comes out from two o'clock to four o'clock p.m. Um, in the month of September, and that's it. And you literally have to go hunt, and it can only be in a river, not a lake or not a pond. So it's like designated in areas that are or where it is. It's like so realistic, and everything is real time. That's what's amazing. If it's one o'clock in the world in real life for me, it's one o'clock in that game. If I don't play the game for a week and I go back in, the animals start yelling at me and asking me where I've been. <laughs> like it is really ingenious how everything ties together, and it's it's a much deeper game than I think you're you're passing it off to be. I feel like it's it's it has so many cool intricacies with it, and so many cool things that are just amazing with it, and. The way they've handled it over time is just awesome. Like I said, all the detail, like you can set your town tune. And when I show up in your town, there's a theme song that's playing. And it's only a few notes. But all of a sudden you go, oh, my God, that's from Mario Brothers. Or, oh, my God, that's from Batman. Or, all oh, that's good. that's from Zelda. And it's like, but it's only a few notes. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, like, you can customize your town flag. And you go in, and the person has their, their flag waving. And just there's so much stuff that you could do with this game. And it's really... I think it's a really well done game. I think they, as time has progressed, the game has gotten better and better and better. And they've always done these little things. Look, I know why you're upset. You're just mad because Mario Kart 8 got an Animal Crossing track and it didn't get a Metro or Donkey Kong track. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I understand. It, you know, it's you want Diddy Kong Racing and you didn't get that. I, I understand. You man. want Diddy Kong Racing. I, I, I get why you're bitter. It's okay. <laughs> Jacob. Somewhere in there, in that head of yours, in that maybe heart of yours, there is this fond memory that you have of Animal Crossing. There's got to be something in there. What is it? That's dig, that's dig deep. <laughs> Tom Nook think taking my cast. That's what I remember. <laughs> A dang Tom Nook. I mean, the, the game is just like it, it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand. There's there's a lot to it, and, and I can I I, I admire. The real-time stuff, like how realistic it is, besides the fact that you're living in a town with walking, talking animals, it's a very realistic game, as in like what you said with the the holidays and the time zones, and like that's all cool. Yeah, It's just not something that, like, not every game is for everybody, you know? Uh, 
I'm not somebody who wants to come back and revisit the game every day and go fishing. Like I don't even fish in real life, you know. I'm so like I'm I don't not fish gonna... in real life either, man. But it's something cool about it. <laughs> I, I get it. It's just not. It's just not for me personally. But I think see, your younger your younger self would would beat you up right now because I distinctly remember you raving about these NES games being in the GameCube version. You actually getting to play them. Yeah, that you was. You were so such like a kid in a candy store with that. Like that got me hooked. So I know that it's there. You're just in denial. I know. No, I mean you're you're right with the GameCube version. Like that was amazing because for you got to think of the time we were in. Okay, the time we didn't. It was kind of hard to get those games. I mean, they had yeah. some re-released on the Game Boy Advance and stuff, but in general, it wasn't like today where I could just turn on my Wii U and I got all the old classics, or I have a yeah. NES Mini with thirty classic games on it now. You know, like it was just a different time. So, like mm-hmm. to go back, because for me, I you could play the original Mario Brothers, and the last time I actually had the original Mario Brothers was when we had our original Nintendo that broke a long time ago. So for me to go back and play this was that was awe. Now I was in awe about that. Like that was awesome. So yeah, you're you're absolutely right, Ryan. Like there were elements of the game that I loved, and that that was key to me being hooked back then. Today it doesn't have that anymore, and it doesn't really it just doesn't hook me anymore today. It sounds like your your current self is very very jaded and blinding you to your nostalgia self. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, maybe maybe for this <laughs> game. the deep things of it. The one thing, well, the one thing that I got out of the game that I feel is the kicker for me is I made so many great friends from this game. There's a lot of people in my Nintendo Guru Facebook group that you saw me tag when you guys asked the question. Yeah, and they all came out of the. They all flooded with with comments and stuff about it because they're all huge Nintendo fans and they're all huge Animal Crossing fans and. All those people, like I met them playing this game, and randomly, like I was in a different, I was in someone's town, and Amber shows up, and we start talking, and she had all these cool items. I'm like, hey, can I be your friend? This is on city folk. Can I be your friend? She's like, yeah. We we exchanged, we became friends, and then we would start trading items. Jeffrey Mahoney, same thing. Like this kid, when I met him, this is no lie. I was thirty something years old, thirty five, thirty six years old. He was was 15 when I met him and we became like best friends playing this game. We would play every single day together and we would just hang out and we would talk and we'd just do stuff. And it was like really awesome. And today now he's, you know, in his mid twenties and we're still good friends. We we still talk all the time and and all that stuff. It's like, I've made friends that I, I could never get rid of, for the rest of my life. And it's because of this game, seriously. So I, I think there's, there's something to be said about the game, honestly. And it's, it's, there's a little piece of something in this game for everybody. And I think that's, what's cool about it is there's so many facets to this game. And to build off of that, you know, I mean, talk about like maybe if there is the next animal crossing and it comes to switch something that, you know, possibly could get me into, into it. And I know you had the settlement with the three DS, but to be honest, it's only been with the past year and a half now that like I actually know other people besides Ryan, Kyle, and my buddy Traven uh, that I talk about games with. Like for the long, my whole life, for the longest time, it was just my core group of friends at home. What I'm excited about with the Switch this round, I've said it on the show before, is that 
I'm in, involved in now in, in our communities and like, I know people, like I have so many, I have a lot, a good handful of friends on my switch of people that I can log in with. And I know in Mario Kart, like they're from the community. Yeah. Like they can know who I am. So, I mean, I, I will admit the fact that I have that now and that I feel like maybe, maybe that's all I need. Maybe I need Bobby Paul's, you know, trade me some wood for some yeah. fish, whatever. And, and yeah. to, in the next game to get me so I can give me a reason to enjoy it because I, I, I have, you know, I've been bored with the other stuff and maybe that connectivity with other people could be the hooker for me. I won't lie about that. I won't, yeah. I won't, I won't deny, uh, you know, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Just like, just like that trash arms game. Hey, you are, you are so, you know what? You know, I never said trash and garbage so much until I, until I started listening to you. Now I call everything <laughs> trash. I always say that's trash. That's yeah. garbage. <laughs> good old Bobby. That's good. good. You learn, you're, you're learning. It's good. Let that's the right. hate flow through you. <laughs> <laughs> now, even though I don't have a special connection to this game, you know, it, it, it it's fair to say that it's popular and it's and it's unique. But why is that, Ryan? Nintendo made something that means something to people mm-hmm. and really has helped people to grow. I know people that were antisocial and one particular person, I'm not going to mention their name, but they played Animal Crossing and they actually started opening up and they became this wonderful person, but you never would have known it because they were just so introverted. But them coming over to my town to friends of mine's town and interacting with us brought them out of their shell. And suddenly they're these beautiful people and we could talk about Nintendo and, and our love for animal crossing because of this, this little seed that was planted by this, this company that loves video games and loves these interactions with people. Nothing means more to me than, than that to build real life, genuine connections. Well, and that's what's wonderful about Nintendo in general, too, is that, like, they're always finding ways for somebody to connect and to play and enjoy their games. And that's that's one thing you got to give credit for Nintendo to. I mean, we just saw an article what, last week of a blind boy who wrote a letter to Nintendo because they are the reason he can play video games today. And in, 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 in Japan, a boy wrote that letter, and they wrote him back. And so, you know, they look to continue to... Uh, making great rhythm games for him to play, you know, and, mm-hmm. and Ryan, what you just said about, um, people who are, there are people who are shy and who are very well in a shell and they don't like to talk to other people cause they're, I don't know if they're intimidated or they're scared, but a game like this can really help them break out of that shell and, um, and can really just help them connect with people and friendships that they may never have ever formed if it wasn't for this game. Now, did you guys have any, like, I know, Jacob, you probably did not, but did you, Bobby, did you have any specific, like, meaningful connections? Maybe, did you have, like, did you ever go on any dates with your wife in Animal Crossing? Like, go to the island together in New Leaf? And- oh, we didn't do, we didn't do dates, but we did, what, we, what we've always done is we've always bought, um, like, the first game, the, so I got her hooked on the GameCube version, through my Wii. And then when it came to the Wii, we actually went and bought a second Wii so that way we could play together at the same time. And she would come to my town and I'd go to her. Same thing with New Leaf. Like we would hang out occasionally in each other's town. But we were just, 
we more or less would like play side by side, like sit in the living room together playing um, because we just like decorating our town. So it wouldn't be a matter of like come to my town or come to yours because we just wanted to, you know, hang out with them and stuff, you know, just hang out and play and and build our towns up and stuff. So um, I did have a friend who used to, um, because there was a notebook um, in the original GameCube version who he would like leave his, his wife at the time, love letters every day uh-huh. before he would leave to go to work. And then she would come home and she would write something back to him. And it was like a little secret thing that they did every single day and all that. So that was kind of cool. That's so adorable. Wow. <laughs> you know, in a way, Animal Crossing, especially like New Leaf became a bit of a therapy, like a, a, a marriage therapy, a, a bonding time with me and my wife. And my wife is very artistic. Like you go into the town and it's just, wow, you did all of this detail and all of this. I, I'm amazed. Cause like I'll go one day and it'll be this theme. Like uh, she's really into decora. And so uh, it's this really like cutesy uh, neon, like Japanese fashion. And uh, then the next day I go into the town completely made over into like this like edgelord goth looking town <laughs> and like like how do you have the time to do all of this and like like full like changing the music too and everything and like like going through different like different each day is like a different like genre even a different world I'm like that's amazing and we we would go together to the island and just spend that time there, like like swimming around and, and grabbing things and exchanging items that we picked up. And it's just it was a great hangout for when we couldn't get out. Like especially during winter months, we had a scooter for a while, and that was all that we had. And we couldn't get out, so we would just sit and we would play Animal Crossing on this date where we'd go to each other's towns and hang out. And that was an amazing thing for our relationship. And sadly to say my version of Animal Crossing New Leaf, it disappeared. And so when they came out with the new update that added the amiibo and everything, I was like, I got to get back into this. And I went and it wasn't in my case. And I'm like, Anissa had already fired those up and was playing and I can't find this. I can't find this. I tore my house apart, never found it. And I was like, so I looked in, what if I get like a digital version? Can I, can I pick up right where I left off? That's not the case. It's saved to the cartridge. And so I, I'm just kind of stuck, and I can't do that anymore. So I am I am praying that there is a Switch version soon, that me and Issa can go on dates again and just really enjoy this world in, in a new way. And that's kind of I, where I wanted to take this conversation. Where do you see Animal Crossing going in the future? Like, what do you think that they'd add? What do you think that they'd shape to make it a new experience, but also keep that same connection? Jacob, what, what do you think, like you mentioned a little bit what you, you thought you'd see the series becoming. What would you want to see added like, that would be something maybe even you and and your wife Becca could do together and play? Like if, if you both had like one Joy-Con or, or something like that and you could play like if it did like a split screen type thing that would be play a, the same village. That would be interesting, to be honest. I could see like a, um, well now that we have Joy-Cons in the Switch, what if you could have like joint towns that two people work in, like maybe my wife 
gets a house and I have a house and we're two separate characters living in the exact same town. You could play it separately or you could play it together and it's split screen. Um, and you do things like that. I think that would be really cool. Um, I would love, I, what Kyle, Mr. Kyle Moore and I were talking about this just the other week as well. Um, I would love to see maybe more of like a competitive type uh, something of competitiveness installed in the game to where it gives me a reason to, to do things in my town more. And I can compete against say you per se, Ryan, like maybe, I don't know. So with our houses, you can compete who has this, there's some contest within the game and, and so on. Maybe wouldn't, wouldn't it be cool if you could set up a connection of community of towns and like, maybe there's some guy that like a Nintendo event, some little guy, some frog guy, I don't know goes around for Nintendo and he like goes to all of the towns individually and he like racks up points based on like what your town may have or whatever. And then he goes to Bobby's town and then he does that. And then there's like, um, end results are at the end of the week. And he tells you which town and it ranked by Nintendo is the best town that they hate that he has visited and, um, and why, and this is where everyone ranked on the list of, who was better at this or what they had here. Like, I think elements like that would be really cool um, to uh, keep me, give me incentive to keep coming back to this game. Cause that's the number one thing is that I, I've always just gotten bored and I didn't want to come back um, because I got new leaf as well. I did get it when it came out and I was excited. I, I, cause I had, I hadn't played a animal crossing since the GameCube at this point. And I wanted to try it and I played it. And to be honest, like a month in, I just was, I just got bored. I just got bored. So I could see really elements like that being thrown in the game into the future. I mean, do you think that would hurt the game or do you think that's actually kind of unique or cool? Is that not what Animal Crossing is about? I'm just spitballing here because <laughs> I'm telling you things I would like to see for me to enjoy it more. So you'd like a, a bowling alley that you could play bowling with your friends and try to get a better score than everyone else. Yeah. Saturday night bowlings. <laughs> something, something like that. Like, like a weird tennis court that you could go to and play like tennis with your friends or something. Like simple <laughs> you can put all bowling. the Wii sports and animal crossing and we can all play each other there. <laughs> There's your competitive for you. <laughs> okay. I'm down. I'm, that's <laughs> two games in one. There's your there's your old Nest Classic games reinstalled back in in the form of Wii Sports. <laughs> How about you, Bob? What do you think of my awesome ideas? I don't think it's awesome. I think oh. it's okay. <laughs> I, I do need to point out that some of the things that you said is they do in the similar game. stuff. Yeah, they do similar yeah. stuff in the game already. They have a hopey or a happy home academy where they come in, they grade your score or grade Dang. your house and, and all that stuff. Like, there's a lot of stuff that see. That's what I'm saying. The game is so much deeper than you realize because you you really haven't given it. The proper opportunity to sing. This is in. boring. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go in and work a job and make money in the game, and I already, I already have to do that all day in real life. It's like, ugh, I don't want to go to my second job. Jesus. But where, where could you see the series going, Bobby? I mean, I can see it doing a lot of things. I can see it going into into a you know different tiers, different levels. Like right now, it's just a flat world like they could do you know different kind of like when you played mario the mario kart level where 
the track was kind of lower and then um, there was different levels of, of, of ground and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see them going into, you know, just a stronger online community, you know, in terms of like implementing a better voice chat system when you go in and you, you go to different people's towns and stuff. Um, just a lot of, you know, a lot of cool stuff. Like I've always thought that like it, when you looked at the Wii, the Wii had like a, um, you know, a news channel. So change up the things that are being said to you, like grab the characters to, to clip into the news and just to bring up something that's happening in the news, you know, like, or the weather kind of goes off of what's happening outside in your real life, you know, like that would be cool too, you know? So just there's different things that I think that they could do for sure. Um, what I could see with the series is taking that online uh, structure and doing like a, you can play this game online. Um, you can, you can take the switch on the go and be disconnected from online and you can play in your own town. But if you're playing online, you have access to this world, if you will, of different cities and different towns of different people, especially like people of your friends. They'll probably be a little closer to you than people that you're not friends with. So it'd be hard to get to their, their cities and what have you. But you could get a bus ticket and go there. And if you do enough bus tickets visiting different towns, eventually you'll get a bus stamp card and you can visit them more often or even make it, maybe make it unlimited the more you visit people's towns. And have this big like online hub, if you will, of all of the towns, of you, your friends, maybe even strangers. There's some mechanics that could go horribly wrong. But like to have this this online, basically it is part built into the game. So that is the major experience is being connected to the internet and being able to just like hop on a bus and go a short distance. Or if maybe there's a path you can walk to your friend, to your like best friends on your switches list town, you can just like walk next door and there they are. Or you like to go over to the next screen and go over to their town to, to pick up some things and have this whole world connected. And I could see even like maybe a bigger city that you can go to that has kind of like the city folk feel or like maybe some skyscrapers going on and some businesses and things that could connect. Anyone could go to like a central hub, um, just have this, this network and keep this internet thing going, keep this social world building and have that same spark that ignites these friendships and these interactions, but just make it like going over to the, I don't know where you are. You maybe on the south side of town. You go to the north side of town and visit friends up there. And to make these traveling things not tedious, not hid behind like this, you have to earn money to go there, but something that would be easy to do tasks to get a ticket to go to someone's town. And eventually it become free because you've done it enough times and unlock that world, if you will, of Animal Crossing. Are there any kind of mechanics that you'd like to see like removed, put like added, is there anything that you think it's lacking? Not for me. No. I mean, I feel like they nailed it with new leaf and I think they're right in the right mm-hmm. direction. So I wouldn't really, there's not much I would change. I mean, I'm sure they can add some things. But we never even uh, thought of it. it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but if there wasn't anything like I felt, like I said, I felt like new leaf nailed it. They took yeah. the best of all the other games and kind of slammed it into that one. So I was good with that. For me, it's just not my style of game. I mean, what it does, it does really well. I mean, it's doing, it's it, it fits a certain genre of game and what it does it it nails it you know so like i don't think that things necessarily need to be taken out i don't i don't have issues with it like that 
Um, it's not a bad game. So, you know, I know I just poke fun. I poke fun at it on this episode. I, it's, it's not terrible. It's, it's just a game that's not necessarily for me per se. Um, so, but no, what it does, it does really well. And I think what they have to do is just stick with the formula they have and build upon it. I think your, your key thing is really take advantage of the internet and their online services that they're doing. Uh, if we're paying for a service, hopefully it should be a million times better than what we even had on the 3DS. So um, I'd be really anxious and curious to see where they go with that. Um, but that really don't take nothing away. Just add to it. Yeah. The fact, like my idea with the city, going to the city, like going to a bowling alley, um, that would be cool. Going to a sports complex where you can like kick around a soccer ball as, as your character. Oh yeah. With friends and just meet up and have like a, a quick game of something like that would be something that I'd like to see that more social game interaction. I do like your idea of there being some kind of competitive drive and that's not necessarily something that should be woven into something you have to do in the game. It's, it should just be another option that you can do, just the same as you can go and get your hair styled. Um, you can go somewhere and join your friends and do these these tasks and games just to keep it lighthearted and fun, keep that social aspect going. You put Amiibo Festival in the game at city at the city that what? everyone goes and they can play yeah. Amiibo Festival that way. Let's forget about Amiibo <laughs> Festival altogether. It, it was... Now... My wife would argue that... Let's talk about Amiibo Festival just for a second before we end the episode. My wife would argue that this is a great game and sees a lot of potential in it and enjoys playing it as a time waster and loves the the world of Animal Crossing and loves the cutesy of everything. And so that really speaks to Nisa. But for me, (laughs) it's so bare bones and it lacks so much. It's just like, why am I moving around collecting things? Like, But there's no real competitive thing to it not, not not really it's it's so laid back and relaxed it's almost not a game <laughs> yeah pretty much so i just wanted to bring that out there because that's like the the odd the black sheep of the there's a people crossing family yeah i mean <laughs> I, I i can tell you not even the fact that i didn't like animal but i'm not a big fan of the series in general is when i saw that i was like like this looks stupid. We have Mario Party. I mean, that's basically what they try to do with Animal Crossing. It's, it's a dumbed down Mario Party without many games. I mean, yeah. it had some things, but exactly. And and not to not to shadow the uh, Happy Home Designer, which was a great uh, iteration in itself. It was a more technical version of the customization and home yeah. home designing, uh, which it, it was. It was. I don't know why they made it its own game. Which they, I guess, they kind of added those features to New Leaf with the update. Or some similar things. Is some, that something, some things, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Well, guys, I think that pretty much wraps up our episode uh, for the week. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed listening. Um, thank you, Bobby, for coming on the show. We thank really you. enjoyed having you again. Uh, tell us where where they can find you. Uh, iTunes, SoundCloud. Uh, actually, not SoundCloud. Let me back that up. iTunes, Google Play, um, DaySpace.com, We the Nerdy. You can check out. The podcast I have, if we ran Nintendo, uh, the Geekcast, um, the hosts. I also have my YouTube channel, um, Nintendo Guru. So that's it. Follow me Twitter at Nintendo Gurus. That is all. All right, Jacob, you want to do our due diligence? Yes, uh, everybody. You can find us on um, SoundCloud as well, uh, but we're also we are on iTunes. So look Nintendo Stash up on iTunes. You can find us on Google Play. Um, our Facebook is facebook.com slash Nintendo NOS. Our Twitter is 
um, twitter.com slash Nintendo underscore NOS. And then our email is Nintendo Nostalgia in at gmail.com so if you ever want to reach out to us or send us in more stories of like future games that we'll be talking about or stories that in connections of why this game may mean a lot to you um you know just send us an email because we want to read that stuff on the show we want to share your stories with other people um you know because your nostalgia that's what this show is all about it's about nostalgia and we talk about our nostalgia but we want to hear your nostalgia as well so um you know, and again, you can also share that by getting on our Facebook and we have our community page. Ask to join our community page. You're more than welcome. We want you to be in there. We have some great conversations after, especially after episodes air. A lot of people like to share their thoughts uh, right there on the page. And it's just a great way for us all to get to know each other, be friends and build our communities for our switches. So we can play games that and make them funner. Like, Animal Crossing or Mario Kart and Smash Bros, things like that. So, um, yeah, that's where you can find all of us. You can find me personally on Twitter at um, NOSJacob73, and I'm also on Facebook as well if you'd like to add me. I don't mind to do that. Um, you can find me uh, personally at Metroid Hunter on Twitter. Um, check me out, follow me. I, I post some things. I post a lot of Switch pictures lately. I've been posting that. Um, I've been doing a lot of stuff for the site, so I haven't logged into mine too much but um i post some interesting articles every once in a while so check me out um i wanted to give you a little bit of uh, wisdom uh before we close out and that is never hit reset on animal crossing ever <laughs> all right well that ends the episode later guys see ya see ya